Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's Christmas Eve Eve. It's the Grand Eve of Christmas, right? No. It's, yeah, it's Christmas Eve Eve because the Eve is the 24th, Christmas Day. Very confusing. And the grand is the. And the baby. So Christmas Grand Eve, which is the 23rd. I'm assuming you're listening to this. Well, it could be the, during the day, but it's still probably past noon when you're listening to this, unless you're like super dedicated. 6 a.m. It's already alone. Um, And we're coming to you. From pre-Christmas, maybe you're listening to this after Christmas, but hopefully you've gotten through the holiday season COVID-free. Uh, chances are, if you did, you helped spread it. So kiss your lucky, I almost called it tinseltoe, mistletoe. I guess there'll be no more mistletoe this year, huh? No one's smooching. I mean, did people actually do that outside of movies anyway? Were you like, we got to kiss? Oh, outside of movies. I'm like, do they only do it outside of like Lowe's oh, outside theaters? Outside of movies. No. Yeah, it's always like, like, well, we're bound by Christmas law. I'm like, well, I don't want to. I have a picture of me slipping away from a friend who tried to kiss me on New Year's Eve. The picture is me like literally recoiling and soup like just dribbling out from his arms. I'm like, I really don't want this. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hanukkah is over. So we're just going to say Merry Christmas. And we're bringing you an Ask Eliza anything. And we're here. And you're probably listening to this, uh, smoking a doobie in your parents' bathroom. You're in the car waiting for your Aunt Janet to shut her yapper or Uncle Carl to quit cleaning his gun. Or you're alone because you chose not to travel, not be selfish. Or, hey, maybe you're just going for a Christmas run. You're like, got to jog it off before I eat those fruitcakes. And uh, here we are. It's Christmas. It's us. Emily has said nothing, so I'm taking up all the time. I mean, that's what you want. That's your dream. Well, I got no sleep last night, so I'm doing the best I can to stay up and peppy. And we're here to answer your holiday questions, your regular questions. We're here to keep you company as we do. You know what my fucking bottom of the cob is? How microphones always move. No matter- Shit. Yeah, the XLR cord is- um, So heavy. Yeah, it's a thick cord. So let's get to your holiday. There's another, what's a word for, what's an H word that has to do with questions? Your holiday how-tos. Oh, there you go. There you go. Your holiday, how do I do it? Kick it. 
Vivian Grace Callahan. Please share my name so I know if you're referring to my situation. Vivian hey, Grace Callahan. I'm worried about a full name. Like that's their their handle, but it's like a full name. Well, I was gonna say she's Southern even before she said, "Hey, y'all." Like <laughs> right. we get it. Your last name's Call. Your name's Vivian Grace. I can see that monogrammed on like a Lillian Pulitzer beach bag. It's V G C. Vagic. <laughs> Hey, y'all. As the holidays are approaching, I need advice on family Christmas gatherings, not just because of COVID, but every year my extended family schedules Christmas throughout every week of December because our family is so large. Not only do I not plan to attend this year, but I'd like to limit the amount of them I go to for future years, too. I'm nearly 18 and want to have the winter season, my favorite, to relax and do what I want as opposed to being expected at all these different get-togethers. As I get older, not only do I see how much of a toxic atmosphere it is at most of them, but when you're my age, the last thing you want is political and religious beliefs being shoved down your throat. I need help figuring out how to get the point across that it's not because I don't love most of my family, but my absence is just because it's not what I want to spend every weekend of December doing. First of all, at this age is the exact age you need things shoved down your throat because this is when we indoctrinate you and pull you into the fold. Look, again, I say this, your family's going to be dead. Not even just one day, but probably soon. So take this time to be around them. The holidays are not about self. They're about sacrifice and family. Not every weekend. What do you have to relax for? Too much TikTok. Not every weekend. You don't know them every weekend. No, you don't. Give them two max. They can have 50% of your December weekend. Hold on. Are we speaking hyperbolically? Is this a full weekend like camping trip or is this like lunch? Sounds like there's big family get-togethers every single weekend with different segments is how I would guess it. I mean, there's also practicing just the art of being. You can go and not engage. You can go, I love like popping popcorn and watching people fucking go nuts. So you can go and just not, you don't have to debate everyone. And quite frankly, they probably don't want you debating them. Your like racist uncle doesn't want to hear your hot take on women's issues. So just go. But you don't have to go spend your weekend with your racist uncle. No, you don't. But I'm, but. Let's say you're going. I'm saying if you're going, practice the art of just being. You don't have to notice everything. You don't have to engage in everything. And you can just be there to observe. It's a great character study for your PhD, which I'm sure you're getting because you're one of my listeners. Uh, So just go under the guise of, hey, I'm just a a peaceful, nonpartisan observer. And I'm just here to enjoy the carnival ride. But let's say that she doesn't give up every single weekend for an entire month of her year to other people, how does she politely say, hey, I want, I have my own Christmas seasonal plans. What all women do when they don't want to do something, say, I don't feel well. I got big old chunks coming out. (laughs) I don't feel well. Dad, uh, just, just, I'm assuming it's your parents making you go and just, I would just go up to, look, I don't know your family at all, but they did give you a three-part name. So maybe just sit down. I guess your last name counts. That's not three-part. And be like, I, they're going to be like, you got to go to all these. No, this is your family. I want to spend time with you guys. What are the two just weekends say it's a bit out of four much. that are the most important to no. you that I attend? Just case by case. Wow. Case by case basis. Case by case basis because you don't know. And also, is it all planned out? You know, there's also your family wants you to get to know your cousins and the younger relatives because that's who's left when they're all gone. Uh, you got to take into account who's going to die, you know? But um, yeah, maybe if you see your cousins all the time, you don't have to spend time with them. Maybe sit down with your parents, have a come to Jesus, which is so apt for this season, and just be like, what, what's important, what's not? Because yeah. sometimes like, I, like there's some family things where we're like, oh, we left Tom at home. You're like, great, no one cares. He's six, fuck him. So n- yeah. not everyone might want to see you. Maybe you're being too self-important. Maybe they're like, oh my God, leave Grace Kelly at home. 
What's her name? Genevieve. Yeah. Genevieve Grace. So, but talk to your parents about it. And then honestly, if they're like, you've got to go to every event, so grab your boots, we're going to the barn. I I know you're young, but start drinking. No. Start drinking. Take Uh, up. Also, what's great to do, take this as a chance to bond with that random relative. Like find that cousin who's like snippy and gay. Find that cousin who's kind of a bitch and just talk shit on people in the corner. Take it as a chance to bond with relatives you don't really get to talk to. Um, Cause your parents are gonna be like, you're 18, what do you need to relax from? TikTok, and then you'll be like, I still need it, I'm really stressed out. So stand up for yourself. Every weekend is a bit much, but ask yourself like, is it just one lunch or is it like a full weekend? I'm just mm. saying, it's probably not like, we're doing trust falls in the living room at but 0, Saturday 13, is like the good like Sunday already sucks because by like noon Sunday you're like I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> she like have Friday to work. night is good, but Saturday's like your one day. And if you do something dumb all of Saturday, then there's your weekend gone. Or how about okay, so Saturday then you get to relax Sunday. Talk to your parents about it and see if they're cool with like alternating obligations. Mm. Mm. I wish I had family that I had to see. How nice for you. Over here sheltering in place, no family, Jewish. Kick it. Anonymous, I have a son who will be two in December. For Christmas, my husband and I decided to spend $500 on him. I felt like that was more than enough. What? I found out what that my weird... mother has spent well over that on him. We get this question all the time. 1000 We usually get it, though, in terms of, like, too many. But this is, her mother is spending $1,000 on a two-year-old. How would you recommend what I handle this moving forward? I want him? my son growing up to be excited for our house in Santa more than he is excited for grandma. Am I just overthinking this? Well, the kid's two, so it doesn't matter doesn't what she gets. Know know what's happening yeah it doesn't matter at all but i guess it's like going forward like if grandma's always the one that gets him the ps5 that gets it and you're just like oh i guess but like that's what grandmas are for you know also he's two so you have so much time to think about this i mean you have a full year before he's three and he's still not gonna remember no one remembers when they're three and if you do that's weird but you know the reason she's doing it is because she doesn't she wants to spoil him $1,000. That's insane. I'm dying. Is it one thing that's $1,000 or several things that were (laughs) $1.95? I think it's several things that are like $1 to $200. But that's insane. I don't, I can't think of anything I've ever spent $1,000 on in my life besides rent. Listen to me. Here's what you tell your grandma. Do you want this child, this boy to grow up to hate women? No, then don't spoil him. You don't want to have like a spoiled rich brat Mm. who like just thinks it's funny to like make fun of the help. So- but but if, what if grandma doesn't have money and this is like all she spends it on? There's there's a lot of gray area there. Uh, I also think $500 is a lot. For a two-year-old. For a two-year-old. Considering this won't have mattered. So, but you know, no, no tea, no shade. Because I don't have a baby. And, uh, you know, I, do, I get my dog's teeth clean. That's about a buck 75. So I get it. You're getting your baby. Don't bother cleaning the baby teeth. They're going to fall out. Collect the teeth. Okay. Sell them. So, you know. Don't don't rob Nana of that joy. But a thousand, unless you guys have so much money that a thousand is like pocket change. It just is so. I'd be very curious to know if she's you know just getting saying? a bunch of garbage. Nana, take that take that grand, put it in a college fund. Yes. Oh yes. If she wants to spend that kind of money, that's brilliant. And when the kid's eighteen years old and he has eighteen thousand dollars, that will pay for a book. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. While introducing newly. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Kick it! Eliza, baby arm, smoky husky, Tino, Chino, cloud baby, missing hot Scotty. Here's the background for context. I met this guy on a dating app in April, i.e. the midst of COVID. We spoke basically every day for months. And in September, when my con- when my country got the go-ahead to travel nationally, we made plans to see each other. He lives in the same province as some of my I knew family. knew it was Canada. Who we I knew were- it. Who we we were going to visit. So I thought two birds, one stone. We saw each other two nights in a row and things went really well. The conversation never lulled. He was the perfect gentleman. And I smiled so much my face hurt the next day. 
I'm going to visit the same family over Christmas and my birthday, and we were going to make plans to see each other. However, he then found out he's going back to work on one of the cruise ships and will be gone for at least six months. My question is, do I hold out hope for him since he's the first guy I've genuinely connected with in a long time? No. Or do I move on? Move on. And it's, uh, thanks for all that laughs and keeping my spirits up in these uncertain times. Uh, oh, not Canada. Uh, all the content Australia. you create has been a safe haven on my bad days. I would be remiss if I didn't say Friends. how much I appreciate. One more. We were talking about it earlier. Iceland. South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> well, I was like, ooh, the Vancouver, South Africa. Gosh. Um, I mean, oh, the answer is no. Do not hold out hope. You can hold out hope while still exploring your options. Because yeah. dude's going to be on a cruise ship, like below deck, effing in the galley. Well, or getting COVID. We're definitely getting COVID off the coast of like Tanzania. So here's the thing. It's great that you connected. Keep up correspondence with him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be super horny, maritime super horny. You're going to be on land in South Africa. Having fun. That's a pretty good Australian South African accent. Anyway, no, don't wait. I, I From what I gather, I don't even know if you've kissed this guy. Let's say you have. You're not in a relationship. And I, girls have this thing where it's like, should I just forego all other things and shut out all other men and just hold out. You can still, and by the way, if he comes back in six months and you guys haven't stopped thinking about each other, then great, it's meant to be. But don't, women love to limit themselves. Like, should I just give up on love forever? Is he the only one, even though he's out to sea? Just live your life, text him, call him, do whatever, send emails, but keep your options open. Yeah. It's great that he was there for you and you guys were there for each other during this pandemic. But unlike America, your country's open because you guys can probably fucking follow rules and believe in science. So just carry on as usual. And you text him when you're drunk or you send him emails or whatever. What's going to be a huge bummer is if you're like, I'm going to send, I'm going to hold out my heart for Jeffrey. And then he's at sea and he doesn't write to you. And you're like, I love team. So just, it's really bad. I can only do a South African accent imitating my friend's parents growing up because there's a lot of South Africans in Dallas. Pick up your brother from the pool. Pick up your brother. Anyway, it's very trilly. So that's that's the answer. Why yeah. would you wait for this? That's And this thing where girls are like, he's the only guy I've ever connected. I don't know how old you are, but there will be others. Mm-hmm. And that's great that he's first, but like, it's just he was there for you at a lonely times so you have a connection. You can keep that going. But keep on dating. Get on South Africa meet dot SA. Get out there. There we go. That's what it is. I've been doing Australian. And get out there. That's what they sound like. It's a, my friend Tracy, her parents were named Hedley. Hedley. And I forgot the, the I don't remember Hedley was the girl or the guy. <laughs> and Jamie's parents were, were Georgie and David. And this is how they sounded. Pick up your brother. You've gotten fit. Kick it. Christmas-related question. Happy holidays? Yay or nay? I know you aren't one to be easily offended, but does being told Merry Christmas as a Jewish person upset you? No. Conversely, do you find happy holidays annoyingly PC? I recently had both my dad, turning 80 soon, and boyfriend, 35. Both your dads turned 80? <laughs> dad turned 80, boyfriend is 35. 
both go on mini rants against happy holidays as some kind of anti-Christmas and anti-Christian shaming phrase. My dad isn't even really religious and is usually fairly liberal. So especially from him, I found the intensity of his reaction against it to what I felt was an innocuous phrase surprising. And now I feel like I'm overthinking what to even say to friends, coworkers, et cetera. I celebrate Christmas, but I'm not a practicing Catholic, and I work for an international company with daily interaction with people all over the world with all kinds of backgrounds. Who are also Christian. Is it insensitive to say Merry Christmas if that is the holiday I celebrate? Are my conservative Texan colleagues going to hate me if I say Happy Holidays? Can we all just have Festivus? Uh, Festivus is terrible. Nobody wants to worship a pole. Um, Two things. One, you cannot be racist toward white people. That doesn't work. And you cannot be so anti-Christian that Christianity is at stake. The only people right. that are pro-clutching- There's no war on Christmas. Yeah, there's no war on Christianity either. The only people that are afraid of that are people who are like deeply bigoted and like a little flawed. I celebrate everyone's right to have their holidays as long as your rights don't infringe on my rights. That's when it gets sticky. Uh, it is the Christmas season. And I said this on another podcast. The reason we put Hanukkah there was to like lump it all together, but it is the Christmas season. And then you, th- you don't think it's a little weird that it's like, oh, and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and whatever the fuck else people do. It all just happens to be around the birth of Christ. No, we put it there for marketing reasons. I have no, I actually love Christmas, the commercial side of it. Mm. I don't have a Christmas tree. Uh, I love Christmas. I love this genuine spirit of it. Just like I love the genuine spirit of Christianity in its purest form, which is love your neighbor, love your brother, respect each other. And and that's a message that's truly lost. Um, So it's rare to find. But I like Christmas. If somebody says Merry Christmas to me, I just go with it. And I'm not gonna say Happy Hanukkah to people because it doesn't mean that much to me. Most people aren't Jewish. But the idea, the problem is when people get offended. You're not saying Christ be with you. You're not saying you're going to hell. You're just saying, hey, and if you wanna say Happy Holidays, that's okay too. But the idea that someone would get offended is so, is where liberals take it like beyond. And I understand that people have had bad run-ins with religion. I'm one of them, but we have to stop limiting people. Just be, They're just trying to spread a little bit of joy. They're not trying to say you need to be Christian, you need to be their religion. You know, if, if a Muslim person says like, mashallah, or if they say whatever, like I, allow people to express themselves from their culture. I'm not going to get mad if somebody speaks Spanish to me. I'm not going to get mad if somebody- Police Navidad. Fucking whatever. Say the thing that makes you feel good. The, The fact is they're wishing you well. That's what that means. So I think your dad is probably just one of these people who thinks that we're draining the constitution and religion and law and order out of the country. Uh, because he grew up in a different time. You don't worry about other people's reactions. It's coming from a good place. You're not saying like white supremacy. You're simply saying Merry Christmas because that's what you celebrate and it is the Christmas season. And I get, I even get weirded out when Christians have an issue with it. Nobody's saying anything hurtful. You know, it does get a little muddy when, you know, and I can say this as like a kid growing up Jewish, there is this presumptuous thing that like, oh, Christianity is just the cure-all for everything. Everything's just Christian. I had a a discussion with a friend's parents once about, they wanted to have like a community worship center and they wanted to call it a church. And I was like, well, some people don't go to church. Some people go to temples. Some people go to synagogues. Some people go to mosques. And he was like, yeah, but we'll just call it a church. What's the big deal? That's where it starts to get muddy when people think Christianity is the net for everything. Like, oh, it'll just be, and that's, you know, if you're of color, I guess I can't say that now, BIPOC, whatever. Uh, 
white is the default for stuff. And they're like, no, it's not the default. So when Christianity becomes the default in general, that's where it starts to get weird. But it is the Christmas season. So I don't think the world's going to end if you say Merry Christmas. And I don't think it's going to if you say Happy Holidays. And that's on them. I certainly don't get insulted. Yeah, it's a Christmas season because of advertisers and Coca-Cola. So don't worry about it. Like... (laughs) You're fine. But so I, Christianity I, will remain intact as it has for 2,000 years. I try to go for happy holidays just because it's easy. It's nice. It's, 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 you can say it all of December because you could be talking about yes. anything. You could be You're talking probably about, talking about Christmas, but I, happy holidays is a lovely catch-all. It could be Thanksgiving. Like, it's all of them. It is the holiday season. But, yeah. you know, you want to say Merry Christmas? I'll probably say it right back to you. Mm-hmm. I find joy in celebrating other people's cultures and holidays and things like that. So, whatever. Yeah. I think your dad's just uh, grasping at a time that doesn't exist anymore, as we all are. And your 35-year-old boyfriend for some reason. I miss SWV. Well, your 35-year-old boyfriend's a little racist. SWV. Okay. Hi, well, I, we're all miss. I miss the 90s. Hi, Liza and Emily. I have a fun holiday question for you. Every year, my mother-in-law buys us clothes that don't fit and are not our style. Oof, I, so, oof, yeah. So we've politely tried to tell her to not buy us clothes for those reasons. I even told her a specific pair of shoes my husband wants and sent her the link so that there will be no miscommunication. However, she is constantly sending me pictures of shoes that are close but not the same thing at all, asking, would he like this? Oh, she, she wants uh, to put her spin on it. She also constantly sends me pictures of clothing for both myself and my husband, asking, do you like this? Would he like this? I appreciate the intention behind it, but do not know how to tell her to stop blowing up my phone. I'm a grad student. Hey, all allies other grad student listeners. Hey, PhDs unite. Let's all get together for one big super PhD. (laughs) I don't have time to text her about Christmas presents 24-7. It's finals. I also will add that I do try to give her a list of a few items we would like, but she just really loves gifting. I think she's kind of fixated on picking out items herself. I think that's what it is. I think she wants guidance, but she wants to be like, I came up with this. It's a bummer because you're doing something very important. You don't have to respond. Can't you put the text on like do not alert or something or keep your phone dingy off? Yeah, but I guess it's just, I'm sure there's guilt there. Like, oh, she's just like, she's sitting there like, what will they like? Okay. She doesn't listen when you tell her not that, not that, not that. I mean, it's tough because inflection can get lost. And, you know, there's the version where you just keep sending the same text over and over. You're like, (laughs) nope, it's this sweater. Nope, nope, nope. Mm. You can have your husband say like, hey, Sheila is really busy studying for her PhD. And, you know, I just, whatever. You could have that. Or you could just not answer the phone or be direct. Hey, um... Send her an email. Send her an email like, hey, uh, so sorry if I don't get back to you on time. It's fine. I'm cramming. I'm so stressed. Because if she loves you, like my mother-in-law is great. And if I ever said that, she'd be like, oh my God, I don't want to bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm so stressed. I have so many papers due. It's just a horrible time of year for me. Text your son. Text your fucking son. Susan. Uh, I just want to give you a couple of links to things that he likes. Here's the thing. She's going to do what she's going to do. And you can think of it two ways. One, this is so sweet. And I'm going to, like, my mom is, my mother-in-law is perfectly being herself. We know it's always going to be ugly. I can't wait to give this to my maid. Or just fucking wear it. But you can, you you can't pull your hair out all season stressed about this. It's just a gift. Can you give, like, a list of, like, here are our sizes? It just feels so, like, it just feels so formal and cold, like here are our sizes, here but are the links. It's like, stop buying them clothes as gifts. Get them anything else that doesn't gonna, have to look, be a specific style. It's never going to happen. The rest of your life, it will be this way. And you're going to have to just wrap your mind around it. And as a PhD student, you're very smart. 
Uh, she's just going to do this. So I'd send that email expressing how busy you are. Hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to all your texts. I just got so many papers due. Mm. I think it's just the one, but whatever. So many things. Uh, I wanted to set you up. You know, make it like you're doing, I just want to set you up with some links. I know for a fact he had mentioned wanting X, Y, Z. I hope this helps. Love you so much. See you at Christmas. Yeah. And I love fun socks. And that way, if you don't answer, it's just because you're busy. That's it. You mm-hmm. set the expectation and then you have to follow through because I think what happens a lot is for all the memes about self-help and setting limits and boundaries, we do you do that and then you're like, okay, I'll just answer these texts. So you're teaching her how to treat you because you're always answering the text, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah, There are and plenty of friends I have and they always answer. And then there are some comics who I know think they're better than me. And I know that when I send them a text, they're not going to write back and I expect it. And that's just something I sign up for. That way I'm not let down. <laughs> So there's that. Let's have your husband talk to her. Like, I don't know why this is all on you. That's the other thing. My mother said this to me when I got married. Uh, I have a lovely family. My mom was like, do not be in the middle. Whether it's your husband, and this is just like a a uh, hypothetical. Whether it's the husband and the mom, the husband... Women always want to get involved and they it always becomes... Or are forced to be involved. Yes, because... You know, the husband's like, well, you set up the schedule. You talk to me. You do the girl stuff. And my husband's never asked that of me, but I've said to him, like, straight up, I'm like, I am not that wife. I'm fucking busy. I'm a touring comic and I make shit happen. I am not here to run our schedules. Mm. So you deal. And we never had to have an argument about it, but I didn't ever want to be the put upon wife because you will become the bad guy. Mm -hmm. My mother said that to me. Nothing had happened. She was just, apropos of nothing, she was like, don't ever get in the middle. But we can't help it. We love to run shit. That's what I'm saying. So get your husband. Be like, look, tell your mom. Send that email from the both of you, and then he can answer. Yeah. CC him. CC, and then and then set up a spam filter for when she replies. <laughs> you don't have to deal with it. I'm from Brazil. Congratulations on your PhD. Oh. <laughs> I'm from Brazil, but I'm currently living in Australia. Hmm. Obrigado. That means thank you. I'm going to a friend's house for Christmas Eve because that's when we celebrate. And because she has a baby, the Christmas dinner is going to start at 3 p.m. We're kind of doing potluck style, but I don't know what to bring since it's not actually a dinner. Any suggestions? Also, it's a dinner. in Brazil, we bring small gifts for everyone. Hmm. Should I still do this? Yes. I don't want to make everyone uncomfortable for bringing them gifts and they not having gifts for me, which I'm totally fine with. Thank you. Many kisses from Brazil for you, baby Armin, baby Chino. Obrigado. Bom dia. Boy Preto. That was a restaurant I ate at in Brazil. Listen, you should absolutely bring the gifts. I love the idea that someone would bring their tradition. Mm-hmm. You're bringing small gifts. You're not getting everyone brand new ice skates, which would be so weird. You're, you know, it's like, that's a little thing. Uh, and don't worry about them feeling awkward. It's so sweet. You'll make such a great impression. I love that idea. Um, and it is a dinner. People eat Thanksgiving at like four o'clock in the afternoon here in America. Mm-hmm. It is a dinner. You don't have, and you're not, because you're a guest, you're not charged with bringing like the pig, like the main event. Bring whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that as a guest, you're bringing food and a gift is more than most people. Bring whatever you want. Make something Brazilian and bring it. You know, if you're really worried about it, bring cheese and crackers. Um, the other um, version is asking the host what you can do. And they'll be like, oh, nothing. Or they'll be like, hey, if you really want to help out, bring a platter or something. You can bring something to nosh on, like a little sniggity snack. Uh, you don't have to bring the main dish. So you could also bring a dessert mm-hmm. or like a fun bottle of liquor. Well, it's Pollock style, so. Everybody likes liquor. 
Not to get through that crappy potluck without the liquor. Not if everybody brings liquor and there's no food. Totally. So you know what? I always appreciate when guests like bring something that they made. Yeah. Garlic bread or whatever. Something substantial. Not I ran to Trader Joe's. I dumped this into a thing. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, people will really, I mean, you'll know if people like it because they will or won't eat it, but it's really, it's a class act. Oh, wait, important update. By the way, late lunch and early dinner are the same thing. Some people call it supper. No, wait. That's a Midwestern thing. Do you know what? Don't worry about the supper. Just yeah, whatever you I want. I think supper is like, um, I think you're right. Supper is- Late lunch. Yeah. That's what this is. Um, nobody's going to be like, ooh, this is dinner food. Get this Brazilian out of here. You just do you. Ciao. There are a lot of people who speak Spanish in my life, and they're teaching my daughter Spanish. And quite frankly, I want to keep up. Yes, I took Spanish in school, but I want my Spanish to get better. I don't want it to just be bueno. I want it to be muy bueno. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. Choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. So you sound like a local, not an Android. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and can be used on desktop or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I wish I was going to that party. I know, that the Brazilian so fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of bringing something to a potluck, I got a DM, a personal DM. To my eyebrows are so high right now. That said, hello, is this Emily from Eliza's podcast? Because guess what? The man who posted the picture of the pretzel Nutella tortilla on Reddit is a fan of yours, him and his wife, and heard the episode. Wait, what happened? (laughs) You remember that weird food item and it was a tortilla wrapped around pretzel rods with Nutella on a bed of lettuce? Yes. He's the one who posted it oh, and no. he listens to the pot. He didn't make it. He was another worker. Right. Oh, that's great. And I was like, oh my God, do you have any more info on it? And he said the most Ooh. shocking thing. Worlds which is, collide. It's a pre-made thing from Safeway. Oh. There's a link to it to that Safeway just sells them. That wasn't something someone, that wasn't an For abomination someone For those of you just tuning made. in, Emily, as she does with most things, got this off Reddit. 
And what was, describe it again. Okay. So we were talking about, I think like bad food, weird food. Snacks. Yes. And I had seen on Reddit a photo of like a wheat tortilla with pretzel rods and Nutella wrapped up in like, like a hundred pretzels in each one. Like a full burrito. Imagine a bundle. A bundle of sticks. A bundle of pretzels wrapped like a burrito. On a bed of lettuce. On a bed of lettuce inside a wheat tortilla with Nutella were these pretzel sticks. Okay. Insane. It looked insane. No one touched them. This Reddit post made me so happy. And this guy, (gasps) Andrew, was like- Oh my God, that's a funny shout out to Andrew. Safeway sells it. And by the way, Andrew went to your book signing in San Francisco a couple of years ago, met you for Girl Logic, him, him and his wife. Uh, shout out to Andrew. I remember that gig. And his wife, yeah. Because I was gifted a pink coat um, and they showed it to me today <laughs> on my Instagram memories. Wait, um, is it for sale at Safeway? You know how like you go to a grocery store, there's like, like bread and clearance items in the back by the bathroom? <laughs> he said there was a- <laughs> On like a towel rack? <laughs> He said somebody like linked to it. Let me see it on the page. Um, Maybe we can post this with this episode. Yeah, I'll include a picture of this. I'll include a screenshot that includes um, his his Reddit post. Is it just that Safeway? What state is this from? And is it is there like some sat like because every rest- grocery stores have like their own bakery department? So like, was the kid that bagged your groceries like thrown into this kind of like a straight talk situation? And they're like, we need a recipe. He's like, well, I'm a little stoned. Here we go. The way he explained it is that there's actually like you can get it off of the Safeway website. I have not checked that. Wait, for- you can get it off of the Safeway website or get it off <laughs> of the Safeway website. <laughs> Just like the- Well, that's amazing. And just letting you know, you know, just shows to go, yeah. You're out there talking shit. You don't know who you're going to touch. I mean, look at the picture again. It's just so god awful. You know why it's upsetting too? Because the pretzel sticks are not large or small. They're so thick. They're thick. They look like, it looks like wilderness wraps. And somebody, I guess, linked to- um, Deli catering tray wraps, pinwheel and strawberries. Okay, I see what this is. So the idea is that like, if you had pretzel sticks- this Brazilian person's like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Pretzel sips dipped in Nutella. That would be tasty. Yeah. But wrapping it in a tortilla, while tortillas don't have like a ton of flavor, is so fucking weird. And then to put it on a bed of lettuce. With, well, it's just kale, but with strawberries as if this is like a fun dessert. Why are there tortillas? Right. <laughs> why, why are tortillas the cure-all, like nondescript wrap? Right. Okay, well, that's upsetting. Otherwise, it would have been fine. I mean, it's not available right now. It serves eight to twelve. Somebody paid money for this. You Somebody's know what I mean? Sad holiday parties. Like we hate our employees. What can we get? Well, to someone like satiate. brought it to the potluck. Maybe they did it as a joke, and they're listening now, laughing at us because we're taking it seriously. All right, <laughs> like, let's move fool. on. Yeah. The, the question, the answer is to the. Oh, we've moved on. Bring a real food. You've got it. Yeah, They've got go it. To, this yeah. Brazilian person sounds very thoughtful. Don't go to where are they living? Australia. Yeah. Don't go to Australian Safeway. <laughs> okay. Holiday question. My partner, they, them, is a first-generation American Russian Jew by heritage, not by practice. Their parents- No one practices being Russian. Jewish. (laughs) Their parents never celebrated Hanukkah with the kids. They're not really religious at all. They celebrate Christmas. Would it be weird to ask my partner if they would want to celebrate Hanukkah together, suggest going to Jewish events together, or does that come across as some ignorant Gentile messing with something that has nothing to do with me? My partner really loved their grandparents, both survived the Holocaust, made it to the USA, and have passed away now. That's why they don't celebrate it. So I thought this could be a way for my partner to remember them. It's not on you, to be honest. Well, it's not on them, but they're asking- Look, the reason you're- partner's parents don't celebrate the holidays is because the grandparents 
were shame doesn't even begin to cover it. Um, weren't allowed. Mm. Uh, so a lot that's a common thing with a lot of Jewish immigrants. And a lot of people in general, you know, when you are persecuted for something in your land, you know, you take with you bits of your culture, but they were probably terrified and probably got to America. And Jews always think about that happening again. Um, I I don't know if your partner doesn't feel safe as much as just doesn't connect to it. Just ask them. Because it's definitely not rude. Is the dog snoring? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so loud. I thought you farted. <laughs> And you looked down like confused, and I was like, it "Came from you. No. It's coming from inside the assistant." Um, ask, just ask your partner. It's definitely not rude. It's not ignorant. There's nothing bad about it. Just ask because your partner may have no real context for it, but there's never anything wrong with wanting to learn more about someone else's culture. Mm-hmm. You're not dressing up like a rabbi and wearing a fake nose, you know. <laughs> so, just ask. This is your partner. You should you should be okay with asking. Um, and for the parents, who, the parents are dead? Grandparents are dead. So I think that's why this person is like, oh, maybe this would be a good way to connect. Maybe. Or they don't, you know, they've lost it. Oh. Which is a shame, but okay, whatever. Um, I, I I wonder. Ask them. But mm. uh, she also just may not have any interest. Hmm. I just ask. But there's nothing wrong with what you're asking. Remember that one question? It was like a year ago, a while ago. Someone was like, what's a gift? What was it? What's like a gift to bring a Jewish person. And I was like, any gift you'd give a regular person. I don't remember this. It was like for Hanukkah or something. I was like, as long as it's not like a baby Jesus. And even that like could be funny. (laughs) Jews are people too. Speaking of Hanukkah, I'm a first grade teacher in Sanger, Texas. North of Dallas. Don't have to worry about it. And I'm teaching a unit on holidays around the world. Kwanzaa, Russia, Italy, German, Sweden, Australia, et cetera. Kwanzaa is a country And I want to include a lesson on Hanukkah on the first day. This has probably already happened. But what important things do I need to touch on and elaborate? Can you offer any suggestions? Watch the Rugrats episode where they learn about the candle. There's a a website called Wikipedia. They got the whole story of Hanukkah. And they're first graders. So they're not going to retain the actual significance of the use of oil. So. Just hand out some gelt and some- Yeah. Yeah, some chocolate Dreidels are so fun too. It, it doesn't matter. First graders aren't going to learn all the Hebrew letters and what they each mean. Mm. Um, so all they have to know is you light a candle, but that's not on, you know, just w- Wikipedia. What I'm going to tell you is not anything that like any book wouldn't tell you. Hey, Elias and the podcast crew. Am I a monster for hating Christmas music? I can maybe tolerate two or three days of it, but then I'm so sick of it. Um, you're not a monster. Fun fact mm. about most Christmas songs. Do you know what I'm going to say? Written, written by Jewish people. Written by Jews. Mm-hmm. We adapt. Uh, you're not a monster. It is cloying. Like it is super saccharine, super, like it, it is nauseating. And I love like really diving into Christmas, but it is kind of like when you get too cozy, like then you start to sweat. You're like, oh, my teeth hurt. It's too sweet. So it's not designed to be consumed um, all year round or even for more than a couple weeks. So you're not a monster though. Get you in the, in the holiday. You know what it is? Oh, that's my top of the fucking cob. My bottom of the cob. I, I, I'm glad I remembered it. Okay. You know what is the best uh, Christian song as sung by a Jew? Christmas song as sung by a Jew. What? Barbara Streisand's rendition of Jingle Bells. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
where she's like, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Ba-ba. Like she Ba-ba. goes really fast, like for no good reason. She okay. speeds through it so quickly. Uh, I don't know it, but I, if you Google right now, like Christmas songs written by Jews, you'll get That's a list. all of them. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of them are composers. Um, so you're not a monster, like but you, your heart could grow a couple sizes. <laughs> it, it's a nice time of year. I don't know, but you look like a hoe. Well, I don't think that's the one. Work that corner, work your butt. <laughs> it's like a samba jingle bells. It's so fast. You like, know why she's singing it fast? Well, she's like, I'm going to get this check and I'm going to blow through this corporate gig. <laughs> Sing this Christmas song. Kick it. Uh, Hi, Eliza, Emily, and Snow Beach. Eliza, you mentioned that you hate getting gifts you don't want. I mean. I feel the same and would like to know how to handle it when it happens. My mom and mother-in-law, for that matter, tend to go overboard for Christmas. My mom in particular grew up with very little and I think always wanted to give us what she never had. As a kid, of course, my sister and I loved getting tons of gifts. Now that we're adults, though, we don't want anything really other than to spend time together, enjoying the Christmas traditions, and maybe a single gift of something I might not afford for myself. We've had this conversation with my parents and in-laws the past several years. We tell them to please severely limit the gifts since we know they can't help themselves buying them. We even wrote them a letter to Santa asking the gift of minimalism at last year That's very when we were selling slash buying a house. How Danish, and needed how Japanese. A- The gift of minimalism. (laughs) Needed a clutter-free life. That wasn't enough, and I received nothing from them that was on my wish list. I don't mean for this to sound bratty because I'm completely okay with getting nothing and just spending time together, but it always makes me feel kind of crappy when I don't like the things people have gotten me and frustrated that we were put in that situation when we had legit reasons behind it to ask for less. Uh, sorry, this is so long. I just heard Eliza saying she feels the same. Hoped you could address how you deal with it. Anonymous, because I feel like a jerk for not liking gifts. Wow, for someone who asked for less, you sure wrote a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Look, I don't know your family and I don't know your mom, but I feel like if I were in your situation, I would be able to say to my mom, you know what I would love for Christmas is getting to spend the day with you. And like I like a concrete thing. And we can go to like a really fun lunch and just, you know, say I'm committed to being better to our planet. Da, da, da. Here's the thing. So I really would, I please do not get me a gift. Maybe you just have to say that and just say in lieu of that, nobody wants to plant a tree in your name, but maybe we could spend like, all I want is to be with you. That's the most important thing. And just really, just don't mince words about it. It sounds like they've told them though, and then that didn't work. So they wrote a Santa letter, and then that didn't work. And it's like it's. It also I don't sucks. think I don't think you're saying it directly. I really don't. A Santa letter versus sitting down, Mom. We are really committed to reducing waste. I know you love me. I want what I want for Christmas is this, this, and this Xbox. Like just spending time. Like frame it that way. Um, and, you know, you want to take me to lunch? Do you want to go get, like, our nails done? Like, if they really want to spend the money on you, but make it, like, a special day, that way it's less stuff. Because I doubt that you said it in that way. Otherwise, just get, just work up that frame of mind. Like, you're going to be donating your stuff. Mm-hmm. I give a lot of stuff to my assistant and my maid. I do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm fine with that. I'm really good at letting things go. So... That's it. Either get comfortable with giving it away or get comfortable with being super direct. And if your mom still doesn't listen, that's just the way it's going to be. People don't change and your parents are going to be your parents. The older I get, the more I realize at every occasion, people always play their part and exactly are who they are. So Mm. that's what it is. But you don't want to rob them of the joy of the joy of giving you something, but them giving you a gift shouldn't be painful. Otherwise, if they knew they were causing you pain, they probably wouldn't want to give the gift. 
That being said, everyone will be getting a garland of dried oranges that I'm going to make. Do you have oranges? I thought you just had lemons. In the backyard. You got oranges back there? They're small, small oranges that are yellow and taste like lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's where the wolves hide out. Okay. The coyotes. Kick it! Kick it! Hi, Eliza. Emily, Tiny Snow Peach, happy holidays. I have a holiday question. This year, I will be spending Christmas with my parents in Dallas. My husband- Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. My husband- Load up. My husband, kids, and I are making the trip. And as we have the built-in babysitters that are grandparents, what can my husband and I do in the city during the pandemic to enjoy some alone time? We're not buying each other gifts, but can, instead want experiences. You not make the trip. That's what you can do. You cannot. There's go. not going to be things to do there. Let's say you're coming from nearby. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and assume mm-hmm. that you're coming from like Garland or something. I don't know. I'm not from there anymore. Like I'm from there, but I I don't live there. Uh, Didn't when- let's just get a hotel and get room service. Should be away from their kids. Oh, I see. Oh, I, oh without the kids because because they're saying the kids will be with the grandparents. So they're like, how do we take advantage of some time alone? Oh God, go to Fort Worth and just get hammered with those Longhorns. How you take advantage of time alone is have a lot of sex and get wasted by some drugs on Harry Hines. I think they cleaned it up. I don't know what you can go to like Holiday in the Park. We did that when we were little, but those are like that's for little kids. I don't know. I mean. So this is less of a Dallas question. Go to a really nice restaurant. A COVID-friendly, really nice kid, not friendly restaurant. Mm. And go somewhere where you couldn't take kids. A a COVID-friendly bar. Sit outside. Get wasted. A lot of Mm. getting wasted. Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And there's not, what else are you going to do in a pandemic? Like, this is it. Yeah. Can you do some sort of spa service that's COVID-friendly? That's why I say just get a hotel room, get room service. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Get in a, get a hotel room that has like a hot tub. And like a nice view, but not yeah. a hot tub in the room. That is trashy and you it will be like a terrarium. Oh, it's I've dirty? It's just kind of gross. Like then the room is hot oh. and your clothes are like a little damp. So you want one out on like a balcony? Yeah, get like a really, you know what's a beautiful hotel? Um, it's really like boutique Although I don't know what it's like in COVID is Hotel Zaza. It's like a little Texas chain. Um, but there's like a Four Seasons. Like there are expensive, nice hotels. Yeah. I don't know your financial situation. Um, or just go get drunk in a field. You're in Texas. Mm. Hook it up. I mean, I, I, yeah. Go do something that you would be, a, think about what's a pain in the ass to do with kids. And you're probably gonna say everything. And then go do that. Mm-hmm. Paintball in a field. I, I don't, okay. Those, those are my answers. All right. Anonymous. There's a lot of outdoor eating in Dallas, so I'm sure you can find something. My yeah. parents are there. They go outdoor eating. Anonymous. Rainbow or plain white string lights for decorations? Oh, that's a great question. There's so many types of rainbow. You know when you buy Crayola markers, how there's the classic and then there's bold colors and they have like magenta, turquoise, marigold. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm partial to those type of lights mm-hmm. that are like a little off from the primary colors. Here's the thing about colorful Christmas lights. They are tacky the rest of the year or it looks like a Mexican restaurant. So Christmas is the only time to do them. White Christmas lights are always classic, always classy, and you can use them. They're perennial. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it depends on the look you're going for. I vote I vote rainbow. Get the rainbow are just so fun. It's so fun. I have a little strand up now and it makes being at work a little more fun for you. I tried putting them on your desk and you brought them over to my desk. Well, because we were doing something. It's fun. It's nice to look at. It feels like a clubhouse. Those aren't rainbow. Okay, they're candy cane. 
Okay. And the red is kind of pink. Okay. They're broken. <laughs> I vote rainbow. You go rainbow and- Or go home. And then it feels good to have. It gets you in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah, kick it. Okay. This is a, this is a longer one. We're going to help someone, okay? Fully different than anything that's By been By the way, asked. if somebody had never heard of my podcast and they tuned in for just that part, they'd be like, cool advice. <laughs> we covered that we will cover- You do rainbow because you can't do it the rest of the year without looking tacky. That's why. Yeah. Seize the day. All right. My babysitter has been with us for four years. Is this a sexual question? No. Okay. No. Is this a Christmas question? No. Okay. I just thought we'd also toss this in to help the, this poor woman. Okay. Okay. This woman has a babysitter? Her child has a babysitter. Okay. Why are you going to be... I used to babysit her when she was a kid, so the relationship goes way back. Her father originally referred her to us back when my boys were little, and I was looking for a part-time sitter. In the beginning, she was not only on time, but early, never called out, and was truly gifted with our kids. She didn't need prompting when it came to getting creative with their playtime to keep them engaged, and she was great with cleaning and keeping their routine consistent. She also never yelled at them. During the pandemic, we knew her other evening job as a waitress laid her off, so we continued to pay her a set rate each week to keep her above water until she was able to go back to work. We just asked that she work off the money about five to 10 hours per week until she repaid the debt. Side note, I got her the waitressing job because I work in hospitality in my career. Jump to today, where we have had a lot of issues. She is late frequently to the point where it makes me late. She leaves a mess when she's here. The messes come from activities with the boys, but in our eyes, our home should be left the way we found it, given the money we pay her. And a few times, I think she called out because she was hungover, but given our circumstances, we require COVID tests after each call out to ensure she isn't carrying the virus. Also, she brings her small dog with her with her because our kids love dogs, which is fine in the beginning, but he has been shitting in our house Oy. on my brand new carpets. I finally invested in nice carpets now that my kids aren't babies and it infuriates me that yeah. this dog is shitting everywhere and she allows it. I'm in a tough spot because she will, she is great with my kids and we have known her since she was a baby, but there are so many signs of complacency that I can't ignore anymore. We've had small conversations about it, things here and there, but I'm debating. A formal review to get things out in the open? Or I'm debating a formal review to get things out in the open. How do you handle this? P.S. We've given her two salary increases since she started, so we've been mindful of paying her more than fairly. P, uh, she also got, we also wrote up a job description. P.S. P.P.S. P.S.S. P.P.S. I don't got, do, if you can't get it right, I can't listen to the rest She of it. got fired from the job PPS. I got her last month for lipping off. And she Oy. has been a lot shorter with her temper with my kids as I am working remotely now and can hear everything. I don't like what's happening and I'm desperate to broke this top, broach this topic without losing a sitter my kids love and a person we feel is family. Thanks for any advice you may have. Oh, that's so rough. This is so tough. So tough. Honestly, you've done enough. You really have. You have made the decision to help her during a pandemic. And I guess the problem is that you've given her salary increases without expecting more. So it's, she's just kind of, it's a little bit of a handout. But it sounds like it's like she she was working more hours to- But not, but she was just there more, but not doing better. Like you weren't like, we want to give you a salary, but here are the things we need to see. It was just like, hey, here's some more money. So she doesn't really think there's anything wrong because you're you're just giving you keep giving her more money. Mm. I, I think if it, like big picture, bird's eye view. Um, look, it is so uncomfortable to fire someone, but it is like ripping off a band-aid. Emily, I'm looking right at you. But she should have the review first. For sure. I'm just saying, this is your family, this is your home, and you need to set that tone because she sure as shit isn't gonna do it. A because she's irresponsible, B, because she's kind of she's the worst, and C because she's young. 
Yeah, the dog thing is just Not so okay. disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. I would be mortified. So you need to have a come to Jesus as uncomfortable. And I would outline these things. You don't want her to feel attacked. Yeah, because what is something wrong? Is something like what's Start going with that. on? Yeah. Like, I've known you since you were a little kid. I've noticed these things. Is there something that, you know, you don't really want to be there for her, but it does yeah. sound like she got a little comfortable. I mean, but it also, it's just so, like, she was doing such a good job and then just, like, her dog's poopy. Like, she's yelling at Say the kids that. when she'd never yelled. It's just so weird. You were doing so well. We love having you. And it seems like things have been a bit off. I want to check in with you mm-hmm. because, and you have to, you do not, you be direct. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be rude. You don't mince words. Because here are the issues I've had. These carpets are X amount of dollars. This is expensive. We wanted your dog here because your dog's important to you, but mm-hmm. it's disrespecting our home. <sighs> Put it, let her be a little uncomfortable with it. Question for you, because I don't know about this one. I feel like she's saying that the house is like messy and they want it the way. So if the kids make a mess, like the babysitter has to clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like free for all play day. Okay. A mess like, okay, they, their blocks are on the floor. Help, you know, pick it up. I don't think it's, uh, I think you've been very generous and I think people have a hard time when it's like, when you've just been generous and you've been paying her money without setting extra expectations, she probably doesn't realize how much she slipped. And I don't think she realized that she's coming off. There's also, she sounds very young. Mm. And, you know, if she got in trouble for like lipping off, you are well within your rights to be like, I went out on a limb for you. This makes me live. You're also, I don't know how young she is, but like you could say something to her dad. You know, she's going to talk to her that, first. That you're a bitch and the world is against her and like whatever. Mm. And you're an adult and you've got plenty of money. You stand up for yourself and your home and your position. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, if you don't want to work here, we totally understand. Like, give her an out, but be like, if you want to keep this job, we just need to sort of reevaluate the way we're doing this. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And firing, it sounds uncomfortable, but I've done it. And she's going to know that she fucked up. She's not going to be like, out of nowhere. Right. But I think it is a good idea to have that form of you. Cause they even say like that the fact that this woman already like wrote up a job description is great. Refer to that. Say like these yeah, are the things that aren't happening. Yeah. And also, like your kids can find someone else to like. Kids bond with nice girls, nice guys, whatever. Like as I Yeah. My mom had hired us a nanny once who stole our car and our dog in the car. Did they bring it back? Uh the cops did. <laughs> where so, where were you? I was probably at school. She just absconded with the car and the dog was in it. The dog was a mistake or? Mm -hmm. She didn't know the dog was in it. Why was the dog in the car alone? I don't know. Maybe she dropped us off, but then like took the, like left with the car. just kept going. And I don't think she knew it. And it's like, we know where you live. Like, why would you steal this car? It was horrible. And my mom's like a single mom. Anyways, I don't think for a second that finding childcare for your kid is easy. Um, But you have to, you have to have someone that respects your home. Yeah. Start over. She's lucky to have that job. Yeah. So she needs Unless to your kids it. are little monsters. Oh, maybe you're maybe not they're, us. Maybe they're pooping on the carpets. And they're are saying, it's her dog. Taking a dump on my new pea green shag bathroom carpet. <laughs> Sarah, months ago, maybe, question mark, I posted on Facebook sharing information regarding warning signs of abuse situations with my own personal insights about my past abuser. I thought I made it pretty clear that I was talking about my dad. Fast forward to a couple weeks ago when my husband comes to me and says that his mom confronted him because his aunt reached out to her. Thought that the husband was, oh my God. Misinterpreted my post, (gasps) thought my husband was the one abusing me. 
I explained to him about the post and he totally understands because he's been through this dad crap and subsequent therapy with me. So anyway, I talked to his mom and reassured her it was a misunderstanding and she knows that. But I'm still concerned that his aunt thought it was him. Should I reach out to her yes. and explain or should I let his mom handle it or should I just try to let it go? Two things. One, why does the aunt think that it's him? I know. Why was the aunt immediately like-, like How many mice <laughs> did he choke as a child that she's like, well, Greg has tendencies. Uh, so that's what I want to know. But of course reach out. Also, never forget, folks, when we subtweet the universe, which every woman does, every woman, like, I have a whole bit about this now, like, you know, Instagram's out, like, never let a man tell you your worth. I'm like, oh, is that because that happened this morning? All too often when we are writing things online, seemingly innocuous, like, hey, just some advice, it's because something has been done to us. Your mistake, I don't know what you posted, but if it's your business that you're choosing to air publicly without directing it, you just know people are going to think those things about you. And you kind of made a mess. So you should call the aunt. Yeah. Uh, because you kind of made your husband look bad. But I wonder, the fact or that the, the aunt is the only one who thought that, it's like, it seems like the aunt was really reading into it. Or she would yeah. have gotten more people like, hey, Janet, do you need us to save you from your husband? Like, it seems like only one person misinterpreted it. It's also it. tough now because it's kind of like the lady doth protest too much. Like, if you're like, he hasn't hurt me at all. It's like, is he telling you to say that? Right. Uh, that being said, I want to know what he's done to make the aunt think that. But let's say she's just a little baddie. Yes, you owe it to your husband if he's a good guy to clear that with the ant. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. just be mindful of how you phrase things and what you post. You know, I've done it too. I've posted stuff and then you get all this feedback from people and you're like, oh, I was just putting it out there. And it's like, what you put out there, you can't control what you get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I found that with my coyote problem. A lot of opinions about coyotes ranging from shoot them in the face to take them inside and make them a cup of tea. So still no solutions. Greetings. Eliza, Emily, Teeny, Chini, Bobini, and the seemingly forever invisible Scott. You hear little little audio cues from Scott on occasion. He'll toss in a little musical beat. Yeah, or it's just me doing a sound effect. Yeah. I'd like some advice of the family variety. Okay. My brother and his wife both family work- Family varietal. Okay. <laughs> My brother and his wife both work in the super yacht industry, what? which means mega cash parties, working long hours, but also a lot of time apart. My sister-in-law is a free spirit and on many occasions has told me that in life we may have many soulmates and that life is too short to be with just one. Oh boy. (laughs) Normally I would ignore this, but it's her social media that makes me a little concerned for my brother. Her feeds are filled with her wearing very little with guys hanging all over her with drinks and lazy eyes included. Is it possible Lazy eyes? I imagine everyone's just like, Uh, Oh, like we took Quaaludes off the coast of Zanzibar. Yeah. Is it possible for me to bring up the subject with my brother in a way that doesn't undermine his wife's love for him? Or am I being an overly concerned sister that should let whatever happen or not happen be? You don't know the kind of discussion they've had and you don't know, like sometimes flirting is all that we have. And this isn't a secret. This is on her social media so he can see it too. Uh, If you're, if you're, she's like, I don't want my brother to be a cuck. So honestly, <laughs> it's not on you. And I'm sure sh- there's also the version where your brother's unhappy with it. You know, maybe ask your brother, be like, hey, how's Shayla doing? Wasn't that <laughs> Shayla? Wasn't Shayla like Rachel's secret baby name on Friends? Anyway, <laughs> how's she doing? Let your brother come to you because it, it'd be one thing if you knew she was cheating and like you had that info, which you should definitely tell him. But this seems very out in the open and maybe just she could just be like a flirty person. I also, you know, caution you. Women are capable of being in bikinis and being drink and drinking and being around people without acting on it. So uh-huh. you are p- sewing a bit of a scarlet letter on her monokini uh, without any 
cause for concern if she hasn't done anything to breach that trust. Yeah. I have so much trust in my husband and I'm around men all the time, but like I've never given him a reason to doubt me. Yeah. I'm really good at hiding all my fucking around. You heard it first here. Don't tell. Anyway, stay out of it. Unless you have a genuine reason. He'll come to you. He'll he'll drop certain hints, but I bet one day you'll notice those kind of like stop. Also, it's his girlfriend or his wife? I believe it was his wife. Oh. Yeah. They could have such a solid marriage that like, you know, also don't believe everything you see on social media. People question me about stuff all the time and I've just stopped responding to people because I'm like, it's none of your fucking business. My marriage is none of your business. My finances, my house, my life, my, like, I, my job is to output, not intake. Mm. So, stay out of it. Your sister-in-law's a slut. <laughs> no. No, stay out of it. Okay. You always, there's a lull and you're like, oh, it's time for the cop. <laughs> it is time for time of the cop. Goose it up. Merry Christmas. It's the top with a cop. We're doing it right. Every day, you just take a bite, top of the cob. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah, you came up with a a bottom that you're excited about? I had it this week, and I was like, should I write it down? No, I'll remember it. Okay. My top of the cob is not that great, but I still love it. I love, I have found it very comforting, and Mm. I'm not a chocolate eater, to just, look, this is so pathetic. In COVID, because we can't be around people, I'm finding myself looking for comfort. Yeah. I look up the hashtag hot chocolate at night and I just scroll through decadent, like stylized pictures of hot chocolate. Ooh. And some people do really nice jobs. And Noah bought me some like non-sugar keto friendly hot chocolate. And it was, it got the job done. Have you seen the bombs? Yes. The hot chocolate bombs? The marshmallow bombs from where Dominic like, Ansel? No, where it's like a, maybe. I yes, have, I have seen this. You put like a hot milk and you drop a, a ball in there and it goes. Very American for it to be a bomb. There's the chocolate and then there's the marshmallow that opens up into a flower at Dominic Ansel. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Maker the of the cronut. Yeah. Um, I just like looking at, because I we all know I follow the hashtag Hig, H-Y-G-G-E. The Swedish Somebody term. DM'd and was like, you're not saying that right, and Hig. it's not Swedish. Is it, it's Norwegian? Okay, asshole. <laughs> you know what isn't Hig is your attitude. Anywho, <laughs> well, I can just, well, my phone's in the other room. Anyway, cozy things. I find them. I also go on Etsy. I find it very comforting just to look up like Christmas handmade gifts. And then maybe you take half an Ambi and you buy a bunch of stuff for your friends. Anyway, um, looking up the hot chocolate. Just looking at really decadent ones with like whipped cream and marshmallows. I don't really want to consume it. Mexican hot chocolates taste though. Spicy hot chocolate. It's starting to sound like Bubba Gump. <laughs> Anyways, I'm enjoying doing that at night. It's so sad. It's so pathetic. <laughs> Somebody else says Hugh, like you said Hugh. it nicely, but I Hugh. miss. I, yeah. You know what? Get the translate button. No, that's right, they said. I am right. Yeah, you're right now. I don't know what you said before that I, somebody was mad about. No, I've been saying Hugh. I think when it first started, I said Hig. But it is hug. I don't know. Have a hug, hug Christmas. Hug holidays. My top is similar. It's holiday food. Um, my friend Lindsay Adams, who's one of the only comedians I think is funny besides you, is also like a baker. And so she's making Christmas cookies of different flavors. And so you can like get them from her. And I was like, that's fun. I was like, I'm going to get myself some fancy Christmas cookies as a little treat, like different flavors. And then I'm going to have them. And then I can have one every night and have fun at my home. (laughs) And it's like supporting a small business. So I feel better than going and buying like a box of Oreos. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like a handmade. When you say she's funny, like 
Oh, I'm she's a kidding. comedian. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she's a real comedian, but also Flav- she does baking. Uh, it's always good to support a small business. And yeah, uh, what do you mean flavored? Like chocolate, vanilla? No, or? like they're one's like a ginger something, and one's like a chocolate peppermint, and one's like okay. a Holid- like they're like holiday similar to theme. a Bud Light seltzer ugly sweater pack. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, in food form. Got it. But I just I'm, I'm really excited to like have them. Are you doing like an advent calendar? Like oh, one bite a day. I get naked. I'm gonna have to get in the spread them out. I told her I was like, I'm just buying these for just me. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, okay. My bottom of the comp is okay. this constant. I don't know if it was a need first and then music filled this need or if this became a thing that people were like, well, this is what I expect. The sexifying, the sexification of holiday songs. I think it I, just the, uh, there's this new like Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson, like holiday thing. It's like, Santa. like, why are we edging? thinking about St. Nick. I get it. It all comes from, like, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. So it's the idea is, like, you're sleeping with Santa because he's your husband. Or, like, bring me something sexy. But the the moaning has become so commonplace. But, like, these are songs for children. And you're hearing a woman having an orgasm in song. And I think it's weird. Oh, Christmas, Santa, I've been good all year. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a guy because dudes are gross. It's never a dude like half coming. Like, oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> Blast off. <laughs> so I just listen for it now because you notice, doesn't like Halsey have a Christmas song? Jingle bells. Like, why, why is it a blowjob? Why is it not just a song? Think about it. Now you listen. When when pop stars and starlets do Christmas songs, they're always like moany yeah. and raspy. Oh, hey, Santa. Oh, no. Touch my nipple. Oh, no. It's always a whisper Christmas. A cocoa dusting on your, on your penis. Hey, Santa. Ah. <laughs> What's that one? <laughs> and now, in the opposite of sexy, here's Barbara Streisand singing. Screaming. A sped up version. Uh, my bottom of the cob is. Scream metal. <laughs> Barbara Streisand probably could do like scream metal. Like she could do it. She can do everything. She can. I love Barbara Streisand. Okay. Um, my bottom of the cob is I've been having a lot of nightmares and not sleeping well. Thanks like- for listening. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.